Thank you for joining us. This is the Applied Ballistics Podcast. I'm Amanda Wheeler. Today I'm joined with Mitch Fitzpatrick and we have Jesse Cook on with us today. Jesse, welcome. Thank you. So Jesse, um, we were wanting to talk to you. We were at the, we had our Applied Ballistics Mobile Lab at a ELR match in Kansas last month and you happened to walk away victorious. So we just wanted to chat with you a little bit about that experience. Um, you got to come through our mobile lab with your gun and get a PDM and just touch base and talk a little shooting with you. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it was a good time. And uh, thanks for having me on the show. And first of all, and, and thank you guys for running that PDM for all the shooters out there at Ringneck. I know that was a long day for you guys. It was uh, definitely much appreciated by all of us out there who got to run through it. So that's good we really um honestly enjoy our day before the matches that we get to do that yeah. it's a lot of fun for us to uh connect with shooters um old and new uh, old meaning ones we're we're familiar with and we're friends with <laughs> <laughs> not old guys but we like those guys too um yeah but it's fun to connect with the shooters it's um i mean we're all about the data and the numbers and putting rounds on target. So any way that we can help shooters is always a good day for those of us that work here at AB. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, let's talk about that match. Um, I know Mitch, you competed as well. Um, it was, it was yep. windy um, and some complications, but it was a really good match for that being um, a first time match at, at Ringneck. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was definitely a good match out there. Uh, Tyson and Steve, uh, Tyson, the guy at ring that ranch and then Steve Ream did an excellent job of running that thing. So it was a pretty fun, uh, it was windy. That's for sure. Um, kind of the first day after I got my PDM from you guys, it was a little frustrating cause I couldn't, uh, I shot about 20 shots after that at, at a target at about 2000 and I never even saw a miss. So I was pretty, uh, pretty down after after day one of practice but you know come to find out it was just that the ground was so wet and, you know you couldn't see uh couldn't see any bullets flash down rain so yeah. yeah so you you were you used the pdm with with your kestrel is that how you used it yes ma'am yeah i use it with the kestrel and how did you find that it was different or better than just using a custom curve uh, well, I was using my custom curve before, and, and normally the custom curve with the, the 400 grain cutting edge lasers uh, was pretty on until you, you got to where you started to hit the transition zone. And when you did that, uh, the custom curve would always end up being a little bit low, um, which is something that I just kind of trued up in my Kestrel, you know, previously before doing the PDM. Um, <clears throat> did not have that problem after we did the PDM. I mean, it was it was pretty spot on all the way out to when we shoot out to 3,600 or something like that. So it was pretty spot on other than the, you know, the tailwind that was kind of pushing the bullet up and down that day. So uh, it, it was definitely much better for the subsonic area of the bullet flight for sure. So tell me a little bit also about the, like what gun and, and what equipment were you running or do you run on a regular basis? Uh, last year for 2020, I was running a 375 uh, shy built by uh, obviously Gunware. That's where I work at. Um, the match prior to Ringneck, my barrel was actually shot out. So I actually came to Ringneck with my boss's um, 
375 and that's the one i was shooting that day uh, you know same chamber same reamer same barrel and all that so it was pretty pretty similar as far as you know the load and the velocities and all that kind of stuff so that was actually a new gun for me that i was shooting at that match that was your first match with a new gun yeah yeah with that gun yeah that's great like i said the, the barrel on mine was burnt out so i had to grab the bosses and, and, and carry on and head out to ring neck and try <laughs> to shoot as best as i could <laughs> i think there i think there's some similar stories here at ab <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you just never know when they're going to go out and when they do you know you can either stay home or you can figure it out and move on yeah you know? there's no crying in elr that's right <laughs> <laughs> um so I know you also have a PRS background, is that correct? I do, yeah. I started shooting PRS, I don't know, three and a half, four years ago. Um, you know, I, growing up, I, I just retired from the Army a couple months ago, but in the Army I was a, a sniper section leader for about 11 years. So, you know, I had a, a military background of long-range shooting, and then I, I happened upon a, a PRS match, a little local club match a few years ago, and I just got my butt handed to me by all these old guys. And, you know, from, <laughs> from there on, I was <laughs> yeah, from there on, I was addicted because I realized that I wasn't as good as I thought I was, you know. So and then that motivated me to just continue getting better um, by shooting PRS. And then I found ELR and now here we are. I'm, uh, so I'm my, hooked to the ELR. <laughs> my first introduction to long run shooting was ELR coming to work at Applied Ballistics and you know, Brian and Mitch and Chris and, and all the guys, they're ELR shooters. So when we went to our first PRS match, I was like, oh, whoa, this is way, I mean, it's, yeah. it's way different. Um, yeah, it's a little different. Mitch got to shoot his first PRS match um, this past weekend. We went to the Gap Grind. Yep. Oh, awesome. Yeah, great first match to go to. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Yeah. And And watching him work through, you know, the differences between you know, what you need to do for ELR versus what you need to do for PRS was pretty eye-opening to me as well. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty different. I actually last weekend went to my first PRS match in almost a year and a half because I've been doing the ELR and I got down behind the first barricade and I seen that target moving and my reticle moving and I was like, oh man, <laughs> so it's uh, it's definitely a different discipline that takes, you know, a couple of different skill sets, but at the end of the day, shooting is shooting and it all make you better at the end. So, right. Yeah. So, um, first I want to also just say thank you so much for your service. Yeah. Um, appreciate that. Yeah. You're welcome. We appreciate you. Um, so you, you've left the military and mm -hmm. now you're working at gunware. I am. Yes. Yeah. And how did that happen? Uh, well, and from the PRS uh, side of things, I was shooting, I was sponsored by Gunware for about two and a half years. Um, built up a pretty good rela relationship with Adam Bussey. He's the owner of Gunware. And, you know, we talked a lot back and forth um, for the last couple of years I was in the Army. And we had talked several times about when I get out, um, you know, I'd come here to work for him. And, you know, I kind of figured I wouldn't get out till 20 years. So we were looking, you know, another nine years down the road. And then I ended up getting hurt and I got medically retired. So. You know, the, the chat that we were having about me coming to work here just came true. You know, I flew down here and, and saw the shop and it felt like a good fit. So loaded up the family and we moved down here. That's that's amazing. Yeah. And you're enjoying it? I am. Yeah, it's a great job. Excellent place to work. It's got a good, you know, family, family business, family oriented kind of feel to it. Everybody works well together and it's it's, it's an awesome place to work. It's a great place. 
that's awesome when you can um, find that place. Um, oh yeah, I, I get paid to work around guns and talk guns all day, so it's, <laughs> I don't know how much better it gets, really, to be honest with you. Yeah, Mitch and I, uh, we can relate and we feel the same. <laughs> oh yeah. So this winning this match um, is this the first ELR match that you have come in first place at? Uh, no, I had a couple of uh, of match wins earlier in 2020. Also, I won. Uh, the Members River Mile Shoot down in New Mexico. Um, another one, I think I got second place on one at Spear Point, and then I won not the um, not the mile and a half shoot at uh, the Whittington Center, but I, I won their little world record event that they have prior to the uh, the Raton Thunder match. So that's the match that my barrel went out. So <laughs> okay, so um, let's let's um, tell me. Where do you where do you think you'll be going next year? Are you done shooting for this season? Yeah, well, there's not really a lot of ELR matches left um, for for this year. It seems to be like it's kind of pretty much over. Um, I've got a caliber that that I designed with the help of a couple of people. That um, right now we are actually just got done with the bedding and we're getting ready to put it all together and. I'm probably going to spend the remainder of this year doing some testing on it and, and kind of getting it ready for next year. Um, and I'm also shooting some little PRS matches to kind of keep the, keep the skills sharp and, you know, make sure that I'm not just off the trigger for the rest of the season. And then I'll probably, you know, probably hop back into the ELR next year. I don't even, I'm not even sure there's any more matches left. So. Yeah. I, th I think it's pretty, pretty quiet for the rest of the year at this point. Yeah. Um, tell me oh, yeah, about this, sure. this caliber that you're, you've just you've come up with um it's um it's it's just kind of a wildcat that's based off the 408 uh shytac case um i just kind of always had this thought that if i could get a case that would you know be 100 percent case fill burn 100 percent efficient not have any unburnt powder when the bullet leaves it would be you know a good accurate consistent cartridge so i designed it to work uh with a 500 grain cutting edge laser um you know, just did a lot of, I started developing this thing with a friend of mine about a year ago and it's been, it's been a long year waiting for it. And, and I've, I've definitely had to learn some patience <laughs> with this, but the, uh, I'm, I'm really hoping it's going to be as accurate as I think it's going to be. I mean, it's, it's pretty much just a, an improved shy tag case with a 416 bullet in it. So. Okay. Nothing, nothing, nothing crazy spectacular, you know? Well, when you're ready, let us know and we'll get it over the radar for you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I was actually going to call you about that. That'd be really <laughs> cool to do. Um, yeah, we're always interested in um, new things and, you know, no data is bad data. Yeah, yeah. I was really hoping I had it uh, done and ready to go by ring neck, but I didn't. So, you know, I told my boss, I was like, well, I guess you got a free PDM out of the deal on your gun. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good for him. So, but it's accurate. That's for sure. We We know that. Well, that's good. I, um, so we're working on setting up the mobile lab schedule for 2021. I'm working on that right now and uh, I'm awesome. hoping to get some ELR matches earlier in the year. COVID kind of hosed us this year. Um, so I can get a lot of you guys set up for the season early in the year. Um, and yeah, then, you know, be cool. get you guys, all, you know, the ELR guys going early and get them all set up. It'd be fun. Um, that, sounds, that does sound fun. There's not many ELR matches you won't find me at next year. So, I'm well, sure that, well, that's good. That's something. exciting. Um, I'm I'm talking to uh, uh, 
Bonner Wood about his match and uh, Steve, the one down in New Mexico. Yep, Steve, of course, and yep. uh, Joe Burdick has some he would like to see us try to get to one this year. So we're hoping uh, we like going oh, down yeah. down there to Arena. So hopefully yeah. we'll be able to make some of those happen. Yeah, that venue down there at, at Members in New Mexico is really, really nice. I can't even tell you how far you're able to shoot there. It's it's never ending, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I think he's said something about the match. I might be confusing too, but 4,100 yards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a that's a good distance there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty far. Last year he went to just beyond two miles. I think it was. Oh, 35, 60 or something like that. Uh, but I think this year he's going to push it out to 4,100 since it seems like more and more people are getting these two-mile hits. You know, we're going to start to push the envelope a little bit. So um, I, I know our, our guys run um, some tech on, you know, Charlie's. Do you yeah. do you run one of those on your Elar gun? I do, yes. Yeah, I run a, a, a Charlie macro on mine. Okay, so Mitch, you guys tell me what the difference between the what you're running in a macro is. Uh, yeah, the macro I believe is the the, the same model that we have. Oh, yeah. okay. They've come out with a, a micro, which is even smaller, has a little bit less adjustability, uh, mm-hmm. and then they've got they've got some like adjust the they have like a, a turret model now. It's got like eight positions that you can preset, and they've got quite a few different options. But the the macro is like the ones we've had here. Okay. Yeah, that's kind. Of, that's kind of the standard of what most people are running is the macros. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So, what other what other equipment things are you running that might be different than other people, or do you think it's all pretty much just standard run of the mill, just branding? Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if it's run of the mill. I mean, you know, a lot of people are running, you know, kind of the same stuff. You know, you're. You're running a big action. You're running either a chassis or a stock. You know, if you got a stock, it's either a McMillan or a Manders. Um, you know, a couple oddballs here and there. Um, some of the some of the other stuff that you see in ELR actually is just a lot of stuff that guys will invent on their own. And uh, that's the coolest stuff to see at ELR matches. I know, you know, you see guys that have created pulley systems that hook to their bipod so that they don't have to get up and down and all that. Um, but uh, I mean, I don't. I don't think I'm running anything special. As a matter of fact, I'm probably running less equipment than most ELR shooters are. <laughs> so, a lot of my, a lot of my PRS gear has transferred over to to ELR. So yeah, yeah. All of that stuff gets really cumbersome. So with, I, I guess mm-hmm. if less, if less is more, then that's the best option. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. I just, uh, I mean, my my theory for shooting has always been just kind of keep it simple. You know, I started out in PRS. I was just like everybody else. I had six bags hanging off every belt loop I had. And then, <clears throat> you know, as you get on, as you get farther, you realize that, you know, all that stuff just makes it more complicated to shoot. So, you know, I try to minimize it as much as I can. Just find one or two versatile bags. Yep. That's all you need. And run all you need. That's right. Yeah. So something new that, um, I know Mitch just had some experience shooting with is using a HUD unit from Kestrel. Yeah. Yeah. Have you used that. one of these? I, I have not gotten the chance to use one of those yet. No, I'm, uh, <clears throat> I guess I'm kind of old school. I use my Kestrel and I've got one of those little white data boards that hangs off the side of my scope and I just write it all on there with a Sharpie and, 
and carry on. Sometimes I'll just take the Kestrel up to the line and I'll have a, uh, like a range card built on the Kestrel. Right. Uh, so yeah, not that I wouldn't run a HUD. I just haven't, hadn't had a chance to get my hands on one yet and, and get it mounted up. So. Yeah, it's it's a it's pretty nice. I I really like being able to uh, program in each of the targets. Uh, yeah. Because for each target, you can put in your distance and your heading. You know, some some of these ranges you have to swing around quite a bit. Oh yeah. Um, and your 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 so uh, Coriolis is probably changing a little bit, and you can program yeah. all that in, and then it'll automatically sync over to the HUD, and so you've just got all of your targets uh, with the yeah. solutions all right there. It's just it's really simple. Um, obviously, uh, what you're doing works too. It's just this oh, yeah. be a little faster. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to check one out. I mean, also, you know, that keeps you from coming up off the gun and, and stuff like that to look at the Kestrel, which I'm a big proponent of staying on the gun and not, not moving. <laughs> so probably something I might try in the future is one of those HUDs. Maybe I'll try one for 2021. Yeah, I it you know, every time something new comes out, there's always those who rush and those who wait and uh, yeah. kind of see how you know how it goes and otherwise you know what the popular opinion is or if you can use one from somebody else before you yeah. try before you buy i guess <laughs> otherwise if that's you buy right. if you buy everything then you have to get a third yeah, job that's, that's not really possible for a guy like me but i try you know <laughs> yeah yeah, I may have to try one. That'd be cool. I mean, I've got I've got plenty of gadgets with the AB program in it, so you know, syncing them all up and, and getting them working together can't be a bad thing. I mean, it's worked so far for me. I've been using applied ballistics since I started. I was using AB in the military before I even really know, knew how to use it. So, so a long time. That's exciting. We like to hear that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, um, as your twenty twenty one season comes about, if there's anything. Uh, you know, we can do, let us know. And uh, we're super uh, excited that you were able to get a PDM and use it in your match and make it work for you. That's always exciting yeah. to us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, <clears throat> actually, all the guys that shoot on my team with me, um, you know, they all got it and it, it, it lined out perfect for all of us. So, I mean, definitely the, the proof is in the pudding on that. I mean, we all entered it in and it all trusted trusted the data. You know, sometimes it's kind of scary to change what's in your Kestrel the day before a match, but, you know, just uh, threw it in there and, and, and went for it and worked out pretty good. Ended up hitting plenty of steel that day. So, And, and that's, a, that's actually um, a, a good point and something I always think about when we go to do these PDM days the day before the match and, and we're given shooters – uh, basically a, a new new uh firing solution and we're saying okay so you're good to go and and i don't know if if i didn't work here i don't know if i would want to um take that chance the next day um <laughs> i'm gonna tell you it was pretty nerve-wracking me and me and my spotter walker doherty uh we went back to our we stayed in a room there at ringnet that night and we're sitting in in the room talking about it we're like are we gonna are we gonna switch what we got over <laughs> right now and we're just going to run this thing tomorrow and you know because you know what the what the mobile lab told us was you know quite a bit different than the data that we're getting from you know running our lab radars and getting the velocity that way and, and the truing that we had done previously and we just kind of made a joint decision to go with it and you know i'm kind of glad we did i probably wouldn't have won if i hadn't so 
I think it was a good choice. <laughs> well, um, we're glad you made it and that it worked out for you. Of course, we knew it would. <laughs> yeah, yeah. still, you know, just a little nerve wracking, but absolutely hey, it is. You know, um, there, and there's no no reward without risk. So that's you right. Gotta, you got to just take the risk. Yeah, that's right. And Walker did pretty good at that match as well, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and Walker had a crazy good season. That was Ringneck was actually probably his worst match because he's a, he's a hunting guide, and you know hunting season was starting the following week. So he had, he had elk on his brain the whole, whole weekend, but he did a, he did a great job spotting for me and he pulled a couple of match wins out of 2020 as well. So he's, yeah, he's definitely going to be somebody to contend with next year. That's so exciting. I like it when, uh, you know, you can be friends and, and competitors and spot for each other. And, and, you know, that's just something I really love about this shooting community. Oh yeah. I mean, it, any success that I had this year has to be attributed to the fact that, you know, as a, as a team, him and I just work together very well. Like, you know, it's kind of weird. It's, you kind of know what each other's thinking, you know, stuff like that. But if, if you don't have a good team, a teammate that you work well with, it's going to be hard, uh, you know, to do the ELR stuff because you have to trust what they're telling you and just let it go. So. Well, that's all, that's all really good good and exciting stuff. Um, I know other than gunware, which you've given a little shout out to, um, do you have yeah. any other sponsors you want to give a shout out to? Yeah, I do. Uh, um, I was, uh, shooting, you know, all 2020 for cutting edge. Um, I can, can't even say enough good about those bullets. I mean, they just go where you want them to go. They have, they transition well, they shoot well, um, excellent bullets. Uh, shot KMP barrels all all year last year, and absolutely don't plan to switch from KMP barrels. His his barrels are phenomenal. Um, and then just recently for the twenty twenty one season, I actually got offered spot sponsorship from Zero Compromise Optics. So I'm pretty excited to to give those a run next year. Uh, put the ZCO scope on the four sixteen. So yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to to hear how you end up liking it. Yeah, I've been running one on my PRS rifle for a little bit now. And, and it's crazy clear glass. The ergonomics on it are, are really good. So okay. I'm pretty okay. excited to get one on the 416 and, and see what it looks like out of two miles, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, report back. That's that's exciting. Yeah, for sure. Sure will. Well, um, we really appreciate you uh, jumping on here with us and, and talking to us a little bit. Uh, we yeah. look forward to uh, seeing you in the 2021 season, and hopefully we can hook up and our paths can cross and we can get you a PDM again for the next oh, yeah. season. And we wish you all the luck. Yeah. I, I definitely appreciate you guys having me on the show. I know, you know, when you messaged me and asked me if I wanted to be on here, it was kind of humbling, really cool. So, you know, I'm, I'm just glad that, that I was invited on here and, and got to talk about, you know, some of the stuff that happened this year and some of the stuff that's going to happen next year. So I really appreciate it. Yeah, sure. Uh, we'll, we'll have to, to hook up and do it again. For sure. Well, we really appreciate you, and we will see you at a match soon. All righty. Thanks, Amanda. Thanks, Mitch. I appreciate it. Thank you yeah, so thank much. You.